very clear to everybody today that design is huge in terms of it can add value in many many ways and that's why design companies are being you know picked up and bought by the larger companies like banks and media houses i think the most important aspect for me is design brings a sort of sensitivity to a larger very business and economic driven organization and that human factor is something that was missing earlier welcome to design drives your audio experience about what how and why design drives things forward a podcast hosted by sebastian gear together with forward thinking design practitioners from around the world in this episode, I talk with Rushin Shah, Senior Interaction Designer at Frog India, a conversation that I actually really enjoyed. Rushin shares his personal experience and journey as a designer getting international work experience actually quite early in his career, how he was involved in growing Frog India, actually Frog's first presence in India, uh, being there just right from the start. Uh, we also talk about the cultural differences he sees working with international clients compared to Indian working cultures. We're also going to talk about the future of design education, as well as the maturity and value of design in India, as well as the design community itself. So I hope you enjoy the episode. Enjoy. All right, I'm here with Ruchin Shah from Frog Design. I'm pretty excited to talk to you about you know, your past experiences and yeah, really looking forward. Thanks for inviting me. What's interesting, you got you know, quite a lot of experience at different consultancies and different environments. So, but maybe you can, you know, by yourself a little bit, you know, give an overview and for the audience so they get a little bit of context about you know, where you're from and some of the bits and pieces of your journey. Yeah, so I started my journey in the field of design when I was very young. I always knew I wanted to be a designer. That was a okay. very interesting thing that I've not heard a lot of people say. But even when I was a child, I was like designing automobile cars with specific use cases in mind. And I still remember that. And a lot of people, my relatives have told me that I used to do that. Mm -hmm. And then I, it always shifted between different types of creative fields like architecture and interior design. As, as, as I was growing up, mm -hmm. I wanted to do those kind of things. And then eventually I settled. I spoke to a lot of experts before jumping into the field because coming from a background of a traditional business family in India, it wasn't something that was very comfortable for my family to com completely accept mm -hmm. because design was not a very known field. So yeah, I mean, that's how I kind of went into education. I studied Bachelor of Fine Art in uh, the University of Pune. And then after that, I went on to do my master's in design in IIT Bombay, which is one of the good colleges to pursue design in India. And after that, I started my career with uh, Cognizant as a, an interaction designer. And then I moved from there to another company called Claris Technologies. And I stayed with Claris for around five years. And I think I really learned some of the best things about design in that place. Of course, I was following a lot of other you know, things that were happening. But did you, but is there any specifically that comes into your mind that you learned at that place? So I think keeping the user-centered approach and always keeping the user at the center of your process which sometimes can be difficult at a tech-driven company because the technology will drive you to, you know, solve problems that tech cannot solve, right? So the user kind of takes a backseat. And also, I think the openness and the, the freedom to explore was what Claris gave you. And it, it made the designer be the center of the process, the leading person who used to interact with the client, who used to 
do the design. There was no product managers or project managers. We were the spearheads of the whole design process. So I think that was great learning and it it kind of helps you be a leader right at the beginning of your career. So. Mm-hmm. And then afterwards you joined Frog or was that something? Yeah, something so after Claris got acquired by Globant, which is an Argentinian based company, but they had uh, some interesting projects as well. And I think the great thing about that was they gave us a little bit of scale. The kind of project that I worked in when Claris turned Globant was in a sense more strategic, like service design and system design level projects were something that I did at that particular time. So in five years, I kind of spanned from UI, UX, visual design, service design, system level design, and then the kind of work I did, of course, my portfolio got built up and then when Frog approached me to that they were starting a studio in India. And how was uh, the time there? So, uh, like you started two years ago, you said, right? Yes. So I have, I have been working at Frog for two years and it's been quite an exciting journey so far. I work as a senior interaction designer there and the role and responsibilities that I have to take are pretty much very unique. I mean, it's highly leader leadership type of expectations that you have to be the owner. You have to, you know, interface with clients on a day-to-day basis. You have to also interface with the developers to get the work out. You're also strategizing how things will work with each other. So there's a lot of components to this role. But yeah, these two years have been very interesting. Mm -hmm. And it's not only from the work aspect or the project aspect, but also setting up the studio. The studio itself is something that we've built from ground up because of course we've had support from the other studios in Europe and uh, in the US. But the ground reality is that we were actually going out and buying furniture for the studio and, you know, mm-hmm. deciding so many things, things that we needed, like policies and processes were being defined by what we want for the Indian context or people who are working in India. So you designed the studio. Yeah. So we designed the studio. In, in some sense, we are di- still designing the culture of the studio. It's pretty exciting. Mm-hmm. Super interesting. And then, you know, you were uh, touching on some of the um, the topics you worked on on your uh, last experiences where you, and I wonder a little bit because you, you, you know, you have um, quite a perspective from a consultancy, right? So we also had you know, some chance to be involved in some of the, you know, sh- shipping, actually some of the execution of the uh, design work uh, yeah. implementation. Want a little bit about that experience as well. Yeah, definitely. I mean, it was never that you strategize something and that's like a map and some sort of key pointers and you're done with the work. No, that I have always believed and I have continued to believe and do right from user research to actual implementation. I have been involved in all those Mm -hmm. stages of the project and I enjoy that. I like to be involved right from the beginning till the end. Mm -hmm. And then when the product goes out, actually go and capture the feedback again and see if things need to be changed, things still need to be improved. There's always that aspect as well. Mm-hmm. So, Is there any any favorite part of the design process, something you enjoy the most? I don't think I have a favorite. I, I think I like the system aspect of it where you're trying to figure and put things together, that, that ambiguous area where things are uncertain. You don't know if this is the right direction to take or what is the design principles that you need to formulate in order to make that product hit the market and be a little bit successful in the right way, mm-hmm. communicate about the product in the right way, mm-hmm. so or the service in the right way. What are some of the, the topics you work on at, at Frog? When it uh, comes to domains and... In India or uh, across the world? In India specifically, in, in, in your case. Yeah. 
Okay, so I'm currently working on an IoT home, smart home ecosystem. Mm -hmm. So that's been something that I've been working on since a year. And we are also looking at how somebody could live in the future in some aspects. So that's like a vision sort of or a concept level mm -hmm. work that we are doing. But also we are shipping products and we are shipping ideas with every release. So there's actual things that are going out in the market and we get feedback from uh, reviews and you know customers, etc. Mm -hmm. And then you improve whatever is not working and still launch many more new products. So that's mm -hmm. one aspect. And there's this other aspect, which is more conceptual. Mm -hmm. We talked offline a little bit also that you, know, you, you travel quite a bit to you know, Europe as well and you know, working with you know, some of the clients there. And I wonder a little bit about you know, some of the differences in terms of like design culture when it comes to Europe and, and India. So I travel to Europe much more often now, but I've Thailand also traveled to the US yeah. a lot. I think the design culture or the culture is... is similar mm -hmm. in in a lot of like the, in in a corporate environment it's very similar mm -hmm. to be honest mm -hmm. what changes is how people react to design solutions the way feedback is given the openness to what design is or the educated education of what design is mm -hmm. is a little uh, skewed so in india it's a little bit more difficult to communicate the value of design mm -hmm. because it's a different way of thinking here right people are a little more scared of investing a large amount of money without actually knowing what is going to be the outcome is it going to be a success and that hedging of that of that bet is not i don't think they have a appetite for that kind of investment maybe not yet maybe. not yet i guess that's the difference between applying design as more strategic you know element in the in the process maybe there's a more, much more uncertainty connected to that while i guess you can be quite straightforward when you, uh, with design as well if you you know apply it more from a craft perspective right you already know sort of what you're going to get right yeah. but like i guess the uncertain uncertainty about having as you know as you know, be a strategic part in the process i guess that's the that's the issue right yeah so what's also interesting thinking about that you you know work with other frog studios right and you know i mean you sort of start to build up there frog story here in, in India, right? But I guess you see a lot of difference in terms of maybe the culture when it comes to the other frog studios. Is there anything that comes into your mind when it comes to that? I think the interesting thing about frog studios is each studio is its own is its own beast. beast. Yeah. They run it's almost an individual company in its in that sense. The India studios also are independent to some extent. And of course, we have a common thread of good design and we share a lot of resources across all the studios. There's a lot of activity that people are doing uh, together as well. But as you said, like the culture is very unique. The kind of projects that we have are unique. Also, it's important to remember that we have just completed two years. And that is a, a milestone in some sense, because mm -hmm. having around 40 40 people in a, in two studios in India in two years is quite quite an achievement. Mm -hmm. And also sustaining the kind of projects that we have, building on top of them, getting projects because of the good work that we've already done is remarkable. So the kind of projects have also defined our culture in some sense. The kind of people who have joined us have also defined the culture in a lot of sense. Mm -hmm. The locations like Bangalore and Delhi, mm -hmm. they have also helped kind of shape a little bit of how people come into work, how they leave from work and, you know, engage with each other. Mm -hmm. 
Yeah, what's also interesting is like you, you, you're sort of moving into that space where you say at the moment there's still like less appetite on that, right? I mean, you were covering, you said like the full design process, right? So even the more strategic side. So, you know, I thought that's, that's very interesting. And, you know, I, I'm wondering a little bit about, you know, considering your, your background in terms of like where you come from and so on, or what do you think the impact of design can be? I mean, I think it's very clear to everybody today that design is huge in terms of it can add value in many, many ways. Mm -hmm. And that's why design companies are being, you know, picked up and bought by the larger companies like banks and media houses. I think the most important aspect for me is design brings a sort of sensitivity to a larger, very business and economic driven organization. And that human factor is something that was missing earlier because of course you have to keep on you're, you're trying to build on things or trying to settle the water and you know you've got a sort of a base to create a foundation to create and then the human aspect is when you're trying to kind of build on top of those experiences which were already there right so you build a foundation and then you want to build a house and then the way to enter in the most comfortable way or if you want a garden how do you make the garden the most productive orchard that you can get is where design comes in mm -hmm. and somebody will help you figure that out because they have experienced that or they know how to kind of lay things out in the right way. Yeah, super interesting. I mean, you, since you work in India, yeah, I guess you're also you know, quite connected to, uh, you know, have a good overview about the Indian design community, right? You know, how do you see the Indian design community or UX design community developing? I think the design community or the UX design community is maturing really fast. But also there's a danger in some sense, because if you grow too fast, you don't know if you've picked up the right skills or if you're going the right way in some sense also. Because what happens is there's a lot of attention and, and there is a lot of noise in this in the design world, especially in the digital design world in India, because we have so many tech startups mm -hmm. and there is a crazy need for really good designers who can understand the whole landscape of that organization or whatever the company is offering and design to make that technology very useful and usable by the, their end users. Unfortunately, what is also happening is because of this attention that this field is getting, a lot of people want to enter the field because there is money involved, uh, good money involved. And people who don't necessarily have the right kind of sensitivity to design are now in the field. And sometimes they are also leading teams in, in, in organizations. And I've seen this firsthand where the company, they will not know better because that is what they have seen, right? Because if you don't know better, then, well, everything is good. Design is perceived to be subjective. Mm -hmm. I mean, of course, you can objectify a lot of things through success mm -hmm. metrics. Mm -hmm. But I think what is happening is people are a little, like people like me are a little scared as to... Where do I stand if I have been in the industry for eight years? You know, I've tried to explore very different kind of different methodologies in design, try to see what works best, go to users, talk to them, get those insights, do the synthesis and follow a, a process that works for that particular problem. But I think not a lot of people are doing that. Not a lot of people are following that. And that leads to a little bit of casual attitude towards the field of design. It also means that some people who are not trained in the field of design feel like they can design or they can do something that is designer. Mm -hmm. So I think these are the risks that the Indian industry faces today. Mm -hmm. what, what could be some of the enablers or, you know, how do you, you know, maybe 
this could be also you know regarding the Indian design community you know mm -hmm. what is missing in terms of like you know getting design be involved into these kind of discussions first thing is that India needs many more design colleges it needs people who are educated of course experience helps a lot mm -hmm. but if you have your basics right if you have your you know design principles in the right way I think it it helps a lot it it will take you a long it will take you a long way further. Mm -hmm. The second thing is, it's already started, but we have a lot of podcasts and a lot of mediums to kind of look at what design is. Like you can read up, you can read books, and the internet is like an open space to explore what designers and what people are doing. So, you know, what would be your advice for young design students, maybe from India, who want to get into design and you know, want, want to get into UX design? For students, the first thing is, keep in mind that design is not a casual field. It's not a field where you can just come and, I mean, of course you can do it, but it's not a field where you just apply color to some boxes or you create some shapes and then you apply color. It's a much more methodological way of identifying problems, seeing the scenarios, seeing the techn technology constraints, uh, understand the user's context, understand your own limitations or the organization's limitations in terms of resources and time and many other things and then move on to bring something to market. So all these things, though they are very high level, uh, you actually need to go into the depths of each and every one of them to see what is the right way for, forward. Mm -hmm. And that is what the ambiguity is always about, right? As a designer, you need to be so sure about your, you know, your skills and the organization who you're working with and the team you're working with and the users, what are their expectations and needs? How do they behave? Uh, where do they live? So, I mean, you can only in inform yourself to a certain extent. The rest is all exploratory. And I think that is what the, for, for the design students or people who are wanting to enter the field of design, I would say to be somebody who can confidently say that I can solve your problem, you need at least 10 years to be able to do that. You cannot be... I, I don't think a like I have this very interesting question that I ask you know no other if you look at other fields like medicine a doctor will never call himself a doctor until he if he's studying they don't call themselves doctors or a dentist doesn't call himself a dentist until he gets his degree and he is certified right so why do design students call themselves designers before they have finished education so nobody calls themselves a design student they call themselves designers. Even in the army, nobody calls themselves a commander until they have reached that position. So is design such a casual activity that you can just call yourself whatever you want, even though you haven't reached that maturity level is a question that I have in my mind. Mm -hmm. I mean, it's interesting because there's a lot of discussion these days about do we actually, you know, people, a lot of people asked this actually me at the conference, some Indian young people who, if I, do I actually have to study design in order to become a designer? Because at the moment, there are also a lot of programs, you know, online programs, like they're really on the rise when it comes to learning, UX, mm -hmm. UI design. And if you go vertical, if you want to go vertic vertical, right, quite early, then I guess it could be a way. But I wonder a little bit about your, your perspective on that. Yeah, I think I'm not against any kind of education or if you're going to do like a three month course, please go ahead and do it. But where is that going to take you? Do you think you will be well equipped to take on really like large challenges? 
just by doing like a three month course i don't know i mean i find it very difficult to three months probably no? <laughs> i don't think so i mean somebody who spent years honing their craft uh you know trying to understand the processes would i think be in a much more better position to give you a solution because that is what you want you want a predictable outcome and then you would go to a person who has that experience rather than somebody who maybe doesn't fully understand processes or doesn't fully understand the context or even how to how to pull in for information from a context right so you can be extremely talented and know all of this by birth or you can pick it up through work that is also possible a lot of people who have worked with in the past have picked up skills and they do great design but yeah it's it's too i think it will take you to a level where you can execute well mm -hmm. definitely but thinking strategically thinking much more holistically comes uh, experience comes only with experience and maturity mm. yeah i think it's about patience also right yeah. uh, maybe that's why a lot of these programs are also successful because i think a lot of young people these days miss the patience uh, because you know now everything is instant right uh, yeah. instant reward on anything so that's interesting i have uh, one more thing to add when i started my career or even before i went into my masters mm -hmm. i spoke to a very famous indian architect called girish doshi and he gave me a, a very nice way of looking at it he said any creative field be it music be it architecture be it design you have to give it a minimum of 10 years it, it's called a gestation period for you to mature like pregnancy right you it takes 9 months means it takes 9 months there is no escape from that of course you can do many things to make that experience better or you can pick up you skills can, you can make it shorter if you work more i guess so oh do you think so i don't well, know and not to a degree that you could kind of cut it down to like one year right yeah. but i definitely think it's also about the amount of work you put in yeah i mean to a certain degree you can shorten that i think yeah, yeah. i mean yeah. that's the point is that you can of course gather a lot of experience but the more experience you add yeah i think you can shorten it to a certain extent yeah the point is expose yourself to as many things possible and give it time mm. give that time so that you can actually do that kind of thing yeah yeah be aware of the body of work that is yeah. necessary right yeah. so maybe as a last question before we wrap it up you know if you look into you know if you look ahead you know just personally from your side what are the things you really love to work on and where do you see you know design could really could have a really big impact so there are couple of what are, what are kind of impact you want to make personally right i think the main thing that i would like to bring to the table is get more design talent and really good design talent i have a personal problem with people who treat design as a very casual activity and people who think they can do design just with the bare minimum resources or the bare minimum effort so i think what i like to i would like to bring to the table is like hey you know take your time and if you need help i mean you know take the right kind of help read more and yeah i mean just keep on doing many more things to encourage my own motivation to do good design and then hopefully people will see that that it's happening and they will also kind of you know take that into account and do the same kind of things yeah any certain topics you are really interested in when it comes to um, look ahead No I'm actually industries it's very interesting because I I'm very agnostic in that way anything that has a real like a lot of human impact especially culturally or behaviorally 
I think that is something that excites me a lot. Mm-hmm. Scale is something that excites me a lot. Mm-hmm. So things that go out into market and then mm-hmm. it impacts uh, like millions of people. I think that is something that definitely is it's tough but it's something that excites me. So mm-hmm. I run behind those things. Yeah, awesome. All right, thank you so much for sharing all the insights. It's been fascinating. Thank you very much for inviting me. That was the episode. If you want to give us feedback on the podcast, have something to contribute to the next episode, or just want to get in touch, feel free to connect with us either on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram messages, or simply via the designdrives.org website. We love to hear from you.